Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. How would you like to ramp up your club's game day atmosphere? Big Screen Video is giving 10 lucky sports clubs the chance to win a $10,000 grant towards their own digital scoreboard. Register now at iCanWin.com.au slash BSV. Hard-hitting analysis of one of the greatest games on earth. We're talking rugby league. This is Running It Straight on SENZ. Yeah, welcome back into Running It Straight. Sam Hewitt alongside Tony Kemp and um, a great privilege to have on the show, former Penrith Panther himself, now ECN host, uh, Scotty Sattler. Afternoon, Sats. Hello, gents. How are you? Mate, yeah, yeah good, well. Sats. How are you, mate? Long time no, no talk. Yeah, good to, good to hear from you, Kempi. Um, I was only talking to some um, some of our, our listeners the other day um, that I ran into the street, and they're mad Newcastle fans from back in the Henny Penny days. And, <laughs> yeah, don't remind all, me. I was a bad fan of Henny Penny. All those, <laughs> all those originals keep getting bought up, those, uh, those great originals at the night, yeah. Yeah, mate. Hey, um, thanks thanks a lot for joining us on Running It Straight today. We just wanted to ask you a few uh, a few brain teasers, really. Oh, the first one I want to go to is Full Gould at, Pen- at, at Canterbury and the signing mm-hmm. of Seraldo. Now, I'm, I'm thinking along the lines of Seraldo with that under-20 side where he won the final and able to get his hands on, a, on that big recruitment um, machine that they have at Penrith and Full Gould capitalising on that. Is that how you see it? Yeah, it's, it's pretty astute signing, can we, to be quite honest. Um, you know, what Phil Gould's doing at Bulldogs, he, he did at Penrith, I think back in 2011, 2012 it may have been, when basically the Panthers football club was, was on its knees and he went in there and basically peeled all the layers back, got a loan from James Packer and and uh, we're seeing the, the rewards of that now. Now, the Bulldogs don't need the money, we know that, but what they do need is they need success and they need depth and, and Phil Gould's always been very good at at creating that. And that's what Cameron Sorolo comes from. He comes from a, a, he's what they call a development coach. One of the coaches, he takes on really young players and turns them into really good NRL players. And he oversaw a lot of those really good young junior players that have now, you know, have got another minor premiership for the for the Panthers this year, your Lou Wise and your, um, you know, Liam Martins and Dylan Edwards, all those young players. So, um, you know, they've got Billy Army Kikiao signed there next year. They've got Matty Burton there as well. So you can start to see the signs of a, you know, the framework of a, a pretty good side, actually. They've improved greatly this year. And then Sorale going in next year, he'll uh, be able to you know, sign a few of those other younger players. Maybe the Panthers won't be able to hold on to from a salary cap reason. So five years was, a, was an interesting one. Um, I know that when you go into a club that's struggling, it probably takes you two years minimum just to to be able to get to where you really want to get to before you can start thinking about playing uh, top four rugby league. So um, five years is interesting, but you know, mm. Phil Gould knows more about rugby league and, and the people in it than, than most people. So he thinks that five years will be the, is the right number for Cameron Seraldo in his first NL head coaching job. 
Mm. The I mean, the Bulldogs are sort of they're a team um, sets that you can see in five years, probably you know with the players they're bringing in and, and the fact that they've sort of turned a few of their performances around this year. A team that maybe is on the right track, but there are quite a few teams down the bottom there that really you know a lot a lot of fans. I know you know the Warriors included, but but you know the Tigers and and the Knights are looking at it sort of just wanting to see some sort of long term plan. And I guess the interesting that was highlighted over the weekend with just these massive blowouts by those top teams. How do you? Oh, I think we might have lost sets. I've just, as I've been talking, he's dropped off. Maybe he didn't like what I was saying, Kimpy. <laughs> He'll be right. He's a, good, but, he, he's a very good um, mind when it comes to football, mate, in and around all that stuff around development. Being there as a as a player, especially around that Penrith um, structure, you know, when they got that that grand final, they beat us in the major semi and then came back and won the grand final uh, back in two thousand. I think it was two thousand and three. So you know, uh, the interesting part about. Uh, Penrith and f- especially Full Gould going into Canterbury is just that that slight manipulation of what he already knows in and around Canterbury and Penrith, yeah, and the bringing of people and key positions into that that side to make sure that it's around transferring those numbers, those players mm. over to him. I think we got Sats back there. Um, Sats, sorry mate, I think we uh, we might have dropped out on our end, but um, I was just saying that you know the Bulldogs. It seems like they've got a good plan in place, but there are a few teams down the bottom that fans are looking at, going, man, it just doesn't look like there's any light at the end of the tunnel. And when you looked at the weekend, the blowouts that we had um, with some of those top teams, is it is it a real concern that the gap between top and bottom is is sort of getting ever wider? Yeah, there is an argument from that from the weekend. We we very rarely see a, a weekend of rugby league like we've seen. Like I I can't remember the last time we've seen results like that uh, across the board. Um, it is a concern at the back end of the season. I, I will never I will never uh, agree to any argument that says that players give up. I don't think that any player gives up. I just think that players who can't play finals and their years have their, their club has struggled all year. I truly believe you just go into this individual mindset. I'm just going to look after my own backyard. I'm not going to worry about any of my other teammates. And that's a dangerous mindset to be in when you're playing against 13 other players. And we saw that with you know like the Tigers on on Saturday night, which is heartbreaking to see. Yeah, you know, is is there is there a big gap between uh, the the top eight and the bottom eight. I don't think there's a big gap. There's a big gap between the top four, I think, and and those that miss out on the top eight. I think those other sort of eighth, seventh, sixth position, that's really up for grabs for anyone. And the minute you make the finals, and Kempi, you know better than most, the minute you make the finals, it's a new ball game. Mm. So um, I just think there's a huge gap between first and fourth. But what usually happens is, in any team that has success, that it all comes around. The wheel turns in the in the point where you can't hold on to everyone, and some of those other clubs need to need to get some of that talent. And we've seen that with the West Tigers. You know, they've got Isaiah Papali'i, and they've got uh, Api Korosau. Tim Sheen says they're going to let some players go. They're in the market to f- sign a, p- a possible another marquee player. Uh, Stephen Crichton has been mentioned that he possibly could go to the Bulldogs. So the, the wheel turns for a lot of clubs and. You know, what comes to mind for me is the Roosters. Well, they won the yeah. comp in 2013. They're flying. Then all of a sudden, I think they finished in the bottom three in the next couple of years. So the wheel turns for everyone because the salary cap, that's what it's meant to do. It's meant to even out the competition. It doesn't do that immediately, but it does down the track where other teams get the ability to, to pick the talent out of some of those big sides. 
Yeah, that's right. And, and you've got to be a smart recruiter when you're looking at those top sides, knowing that the price of those players are going through the roof and whether or not you want them as your marquee players. Mate, the, the top four in the competition, you just pointed out, you know, generally that's where the, the winner comes from. Well, we haven't had one win from below four. But how are you seeing it pan, pan out between the likes of Melbourne and Penrith especially? And, of course, you've got the Cowboys and Cronulla, who probably nobody would have picked at the beginning of the year to sit there in second and third position. What's your thoughts on the on the, on the makeup of the final four? Well, Penrith, I think, at this stage, I don't think anyone's going to come near them because um, I remember watching calling the game last year for SCN. It was the Melbourne versus Penrith grand final qualifier. Melbourne had the worst game I've ever seen them play in finals under Craig Bellamy. And uh, they lost that game to Penrith. Penrith went through and win the competition. Now, if that happened to Penrith and a couple of their key players had a had a bad night, there's still four or five other players that can pick up the slack for them. Where Melbourne, with no Cameron Smith, you know, Munster had an off night. Um, Harry Grant had an off night as well. There were a lot of other players there to, to pick up the slack. And I don't think you see that with Penrith. So at the moment, they're winning a comp by the length of the straight. Um, the Cowboys, who I've got to say, I, I was one of many that thought they'd finish in the bottom four, and I'm glad they haven't because I'm a big fan of Toddy Payton's. Um, they still find it really difficult to win in Sydney. Um, then you've got Melbourne, who are just Melbourne. You know, they sent a real message last week um, in last week's game against the Brisbane Broncos. And the Cronulla Sharks, who I know for a fact, I've spoken to a couple of players from and coaches from teams that are in the top eight. And they said the only team they don't want to face in the finals is the Sharks. They have the ability to drag you into the trenches and, and really turn it into a street fight. And, um, but the one argument against them that many will say is they don't, they don't have that one marquee player that can just, mm. when you need to pull the trigger, like a Cam Munster or a Nathan Cleary or someone like that, they can really just pull the trigger when they need to and turn the game on a dime. They don't really have that one player. Nico Hines is slowly becoming that sort of player, but not yet, but you know, if the Cronulla Sharks are going to win finals, they're going to win them with a scoreline of 14-10, 14-12. They're, you know, they're going to scratch and bite as much as they can to win and get through to that, uh, that last game of the season. Hey, mate, just uh, before we wrap things up, what about uh, your daily M's this year? Like, I've, I've put one out there. I think that Dylan Edwards must go close for the daily M's. What are your thoughts on the daily M? Yeah, I think Benny Hunt will be leading uh, going into the final two rounds. Um, he's been outstanding for the Dragons. And sometimes, most of the time, it comes from a, a, a team that, you know, where they don't really share the points. Yeah. yeah. Dylan Edwards, unfortunately, shares the points with a lot of other players. Yeah, Picorosau, um Isaiah Yo, uh, James Fisher-Harris, they get a lot of points. And Nathan Cleary, of course. So sometimes it doesn't always come from the best side. But um, I think, um, you know, I think Chad Townsend... Uh, Scott Drinkwater, um, yeah, Ben Hunt deserves to, to be there. Isaiah Yo will, will go very close as well. So, um, yeah, it's it's going to be a funny one this year. Usually, there's a there's a there's a bit of a breakaway from someone, but when it went behind closed doors at round 16, um, Benny Hunt was in the lead. And to be quite honest, I, I can't remember him dropping too many games in relation to his individual game. He's always been mm. one of the better players on the field, even when they lose the Dragons. Yeah, after Origin as well, I think he's just gone to another level. Um, so yeah. just, just before we let you go, mate, um, team's name last night for, for Friday's game, Panthers and the Warriors. Um, I think it's basically a full-strength Panthers side, aside from Nathan Cleary. They've got Jerome, uh, Jerome Luai back in there and James Fisher-Harris comes back in. Is it, are we potentially going to see another cricket score on Friday night? 
Oh, you know, well, I hope not because I've got a real soft spot for the Warriors. I'm, I'm calling this game at, um, at Bluebet on Friday night, so I'm really looking forward to the game. Um, yeah, no Clearies. It's it's not the same side without Cleary. Uh, Luai's not the same player without Cleary yet mm. in his career. Um, but James Fisher, if they get him back, I'm, I can't wait to see him go up against Adam Fanua Blake. I know for a fact he he singles out opposition players and he just he, he hunts them from the first second. So um, yeah, it's uh, it's going to be a good one to look forward to. Just that forward battle, I think. So yeah, can't wait for it. Yeah, awesome. mate, awesome stuff. Hey, Seth, I uh, really appreciate you coming on, my friend. Uh, what have you got lined up on your show uh, this evening? I know you're about to go to here in a couple of hours. What are you guys lining up? Uh, we're talking to Connor Watson from the Roosters. Uh, what's it like living? Uh, what's it like life after Caelan uh, Pong? Because they used to live together in Newcastle. Um, just and we got we got these uh, sports day blowtorch questions. We throw at them as well. Like who would be the prime minister for a day if you had to give it to one player? Who's one player you wouldn't <laughs> like to live with? Who's one player you'd like to be for just one week? Out of one of your players in the, in, the, in your team. So yeah, he's a, he's a good character, Connor Watson. So looking forward to him. And also, we're talking to Roger Tuivasa-Shek, not the ah. Roger Tuivasa-Shek, the actual Shuey. Oh, Roger Shuey. Roger Shuey Yes. Yeah, so he's come from the clouds there, Blake. He's an influencer. <laughs> I love him. I love him. So I can't wait to talk to him. And about also, and also that last game, um, the charity that he's supporting as well. So, yeah, can't wait for that. Awesome. Awesome stuff, Sets. Really appreciate you coming on. See you, guys. There you go. Scotty Sattler, former Penrith Panther. Great to get his thoughts. Um, like you see, he can be very he's got a very astute mind, doesn't he? Um he, around he the does. game. And he's a great caller too, you know. Um if you if you ever hear um him on the SEN commentaries, um he's a great little sidekick. Well etched, um, etched his uh his name into folklore, not only his father when his father played, but when he chased down old yeah, Skinny Byrne on the on the left wing there for the Sydney City Roosters when he thought he was home and hose and yeah. And they're going to wrap that grand final up, and 03, out of the blue it? came Scotty Sattler. Yeah, you know what I mean. So yeah, I got to play with Scotty up in up in North uh, up in Queensland for the Queensland Crushers. Good bloke, real good bloke, champion mm. champion of a man. And uh, yeah, I'm glad that he's calling footy. He's got a very very smart mind. Yeah, great to catch up with Sats. Sometimes needing new tyres can catch us by surprise. That's why tyre power gives you the power of zip pay and zip money. You can get what you need now, get back on the road safely and pay for it later. Terms and conditions apply. So visit tyrepower.com.au or call 132191.